Welcome to Pads Up Pod. I'm Mike. I'm here with Bubba. Well, go on. And I'm also here with Deej. What's up? What do you think about my soundboard? I think you like it a lot. Yeah. You've used it three times already. <laughs> I, I definitely think you really, really like it. I feel like, I feel professional now. Really? Do you? I feel like I'm... <laughs> Uh, this is going to get old real quick. Four, <laughs> four times in 30 seconds. It's a record. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's... What is, what is that noise? I think it's from Daytona. Okay. It's definitely a Sega game. It sounds Sega-y. One of the, that old like Sega NASCAR racing game. Yeah, is that I Daytona? I think that's Daytona, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you lost, the game over screen would come up with that sound. I know that we've got other stuff to talk about but some game over screens are scary <laughs> <laughs> scary explain this I think it was Metal Gear Solid 1 where they're like snake snake oh I'm yeah like, I'm sat in my chair like fucking shaking oh my Metal Gear Solid was such a solid game oh uh, yeah no pun intended but yeah, no no that pun was intended yeah. no it was mass yeah, <laughs> okay, fair yeah. You careful because I'm on a rampage Told you a girl. Jesus. <laughs> did you did you play Metal Gear? Yeah, I played the first one. Oh my god! When you could go in the box and sneak around, yeah, and then the the enemies would be like, "Hey, how'd that box get there?" Yeah, <laughs> and then somebody hey, goes, "Hey, what's that box doing there?" Somebody goes, "What the box?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be after a little bit, they'd be like, "Ah, it's probably nothing," and then they walk away. Yeah, I loved it. What was the game actually about? Before everyone just thinks it's just a game about boxes. Metal Gear Solid was a third-person action-adventure game. Yeah. Going back to our genres we were talking about in the last episode. <laughs> it's not an RPG because your character didn't like change or level up. No. And you were like infiltrating uh, military bases and stuff, right? To, to get secrets or to stop, stop the end of the world. I think if you ask Hideo Kojima, who's the guy that made Metal Gear Solid, he probably couldn't tell you what the story was. <laughs> I finished like four or five of them, and I still don't know what the game's about. <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous story. I have no idea what the thing's about. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, one of the most popular games that was out there. Yeah, exactly. Like... It was popping, but I had no idea what it was about. There was this big-ass robot thing that you had to take down at the end. I think that was Metal, I think that was metal Gear. The Metal Gear. I think that was. <laughs> oh. So well over a decade later, you're now just getting what the game is about. Yeah. And it was solid. <laughs> right. I just thought you guys were playing it because of the end screen, the game over screen. Snake? 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 It was, you... it was too much, man. It was too hype. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> did you have the ringtone? Yeah, I did. I had the ringtone on my phone. Who didn't, man? Come on. Probably me. Oh, <laughs> it's such a good ringtone there were some classic moments in that like there was a code for one of the uh, I forget what the communication device was and you have to look at the back of the box and then the code is actually like in by the serial number or some shit that was sick uh, I remember this actually it was like a, it was like a beeper yeah it was like a beeper it was like an old school beeper and then the second game had the biggest bait and switch I didn't play was it was it the second one or the third one one of them had like the biggest bait and switch ever Everyone was so gassed about it. It was like one of the biggest moments at E3. E3 is like an expo for gaming. But one of the biggest moments was the Metal Gear Solid trailer where Snake's like walking across the bridge mm. and then he jumps off the bridge. Everybody got so gassed. But one of the Metal Gear Solid games, you play a Snake for like maybe 
a few minutes at the start and then you switch to a new character called Raiden, mate, it, people's heads exploded. Like, it was the worst thing they could have done. It fucking ruined the game. Why was it so bad? You want to know what happens to Snake? You want to you wanna be Snake? You don't be fucking Raiden? Who's Raiden? Sounds like a pretty good name. Could be a pretty good guy. Where did he come from? From what I understand, there wasn't really too much of a plot to this game. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Hideo Kojima's like, I like blondes. I'm going to put a blonde in there. <laughs> Snake eventually got a character in Smash Brothers. I wonder if there are people that play Smash Brothers who have no idea what Metal Gear Solid is. Because there hasn't been one for a while, has there? Yeah, there have been a few. Have there? They had like the Metal Gear spinoff, which was essentially a zombie game. When was this? Two years ago. It was fucking shit. Jesus. So that's why no one heard about it. Yeah, this is, it was awful. It's free. And then they had another one before that, which was the last Metal Gear Solid game, which was, they gave you this massive demo first. You had to buy the demo, essentially, which was like a £20 game, and then you have to buy the full game. I think that was like four years ago. That's really good. So think it's alive. This is the thing. I have no idea. I played it. I had no idea. No clue. It was fun, but I don't remember it. Should games be memorable? Yes. Well, you just basically just said that you remember the game at the very beginning. Yeah. And you don't remember anything about it now. <laughs> I remember it being fun, but games should, I think a game should, I think they should be memorable. The story doesn't have to be memorable, but if the gameplay is so memorable that it elevates beyond that, it's still good. I disagree. But you just said you're disagreeing with yourself. <laughs> no. You can't remember the storyline of Metal Gear Solid. No, but what I'm saying is, if you remember the story really well and you enjoyed it, you get both. If the game's just fun and you have no fucking recollection of what you did, mm. it's an experience which was great, but you feel like you wasted time. But I don't feel like I wasted time in Metal Gear Solid. But do you remember the story? You, you, you may remember the story better than I do. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so no one remembers the story? No. Or is it the character that's iconic then? Yeah. Like, is definitely. that what really the character makes, is makes iconic? The character needs to be iconic. And that's what, the only thing that people truly, really remember. The other thing about Metal Gear Solid that's iconic is the gameplay is very unique. The stealth aspect of it, the walking around, avoiding cameras. It was like, back that was then. new back then. There was no other game that, that had that element mm. to it. That was a banger. That game was, music was brilliant. Like, it, it made the, it was a big part of PlayStation 1. It was, please. Do that you remember any things. other music? I don't remember the song specifically. I just remember enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but still it's like, for me, I like to remember the story and reminisce and talk to people about, you know, certain things that happened in the story. of. But oh, do you remember when this happened, this happened, this happened? Whereas Metal Gear Solid, it's like, that was fun. Do you reckon like games have the same effect as like if you heard a song that you haven't heard in a long, long time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. It kind of takes you back. Definitely. There's, there's one song in particular that gets me. It's called Sha Hua from Shenmue 1. That song you is... You actually even remember that one. Oh, man. That song is special. It was in the trailer when I first saw Shenmue and I was just like, what the fuck? Now, does the song make that game versus the character made that game or the storyline made that game? Or is that, actually, is, or is that actually a triple threat? That's a very interesting question because the main character in Shenmue is so dull. <laughs> so dull the rest of the characters are pretty dull as well but the music and the ensemble cast is brilliant so there are many reasons to play a game and none of them are immediately obvious exactly I'm learning a lot today <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 oh nice nice 
<laughs> Jesus. I was trying to find the music. That's when you got clocked. Yeah, and you're like running away. It's, yeah. it's all going red. Yeah, I remember. You're like, that. people have found you. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Now this brings back memories. Yeah, I remember that. This is probably the only thing I heard during the game. <laughs> <laughs> Always getting spotted. Pretty much. What other games have lots of stealth element? Splinter Cell. That was after Metal Gear. Yeah. Watch Dogs has a lot of it. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. GTA. What games before Metal Gear Solid had stealth? Anything that you can I think don't, of? I don't remember. Because you have to think, Metal, the Metal Gear Solid we played wasn't the first Metal Gear Solid. There's a top-down old-school Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Well. Yeah, that wasn't the first one. Oh, I didn't know that. I think from the early 90s, there's like a top-down or, uh, or late 80s. I was just thinking, figured that stealth would be a big part of games quite early on, in a, in a way. Like, I'm just thinking way, way, way back. Yeah. There was a lot of movies. It was sort of around stealth at the time. It seems to have taken its while to get into the game. Well, there was a, there was a Mission Impossible game on the N64. Yeah. I remember that. And then I think once you go back quite older, then you're talking about games where the AI just wasn't advanced enough to do like cameras that followed you. Yeah, I think it was dodging. Yeah, it was all about dodging, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the AI in, in Sonic and Mario, they didn't, there wasn't any AI. They're just enemies that follow a track and go backwards and forwards. I would say Pac-Man was a stealth game. Explain this. Because you're trying to keep away from four things and if they see you, don't they become quicker? They chase you or do they just go around in a random fashion? They feel like you're being chased. I think they chase you when they see you. Oh, they move quicker when you eat a pill and they they start flipping out. And then you can chase them. And you can chase them, yeah. Reverse stealth. I like it. They were ahead of the time. Anyway, you've mentioned GTA a number of times. Yeah. It's, and for me, it seems like you've been playing GTA for all of your life. Why? Because it's fucking slaps. That's why. <laughs> it's what? It slaps. It slaps. Yeah, man. I've never G- heard you say that. GTA is a banger. That game is just like the thing that you think is dead and then it comes right back again. I feel like I need a definition for what slap. So they use it in with music. That beat slaps. As in, uh, okay. that song slaps. Right. And I've now used it for games. So if I now start using this word, I'm going to be a bit more hip than I am now. Tiny bit. All right. Let's yeah. do that. I feel so, like if I Mike, say it, it's, I'm going to be well out of place. See, it's funny. The old <laughs> podcast I used to do, I was the lame one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Now you're the cool one. So, well, Mike, Baba says this game is slaps. Do you agree? I think it's... Dominic. It's back. Yeah, <laughs> definitely throw that thing out the window. <laughs> GTA is godlike. 100%. But why? What keeps you going back to that game on nearly a daily basis by some of the things? You're more cracked out on it than I am, so you fucking go. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know why I keep going back to it. And specifically, we're going back to, we're talking about GTA Online, which is GTA's MMO RPG. Mm-hmm that spun out of um, GTA 5 that came out in 2013. Yeah. That's eight years ago this game came out. And still millions of people were playing it. Yeah. And I didn't play it until last year. I I begged you and James to play it for years. I was like, I have no one to play this with. I really want to start playing this. 
And I think the problem was the servers are so shit. It's not, it's not slaps. No. That, 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 <laughs> when it that, comes to the server, <laughs> when the loading times of GTA, it was not slaps. You used it wrong, but it oh. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't slap. But the servers, what is it, five minutes before we can get into a game and start playing properly? Yeah. But you understand why it takes five minutes because the world is so big and it's so alive. You said that you only really started playing this game during the lockdown. Why then? So first of all, there was me and Bubba and our and our mate James, who that was like our gaming trio. R.I.P. Why R.I.P.? He moved to Australia. He moved to Australia. Oh, okay. We mentioned it in the other episode very briefly. <laughs> and the three of us would generally play FIFA. And we were like looking for another game to play. Lockdown, we we're very bored at home. So we thought, oh, well, let's try GTA Online, do some of these casino robbing heists together or these missions together. And it started from there. And actually... You hated it when we I first started. I did it. not enjoy it when we first started. I was ragging on it quite a lot. Everything's so slow. Why is it walking <laughs> faster? Hurry up. And I was just like, give it time. Give it time. And then you became an addict. Yeah, now, yeah, I, know I probably need to go to a support group about it. Do you reckon there are actually support groups for games like this? Oh, probably. I mean, there's 100% support groups for people that play games too much. Ultimate Team definitely has a support group. You, that sounds like you've been to that support group. I need to be in that support group. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be making my way. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners' benefit, every single year, Baba says, I'm going to get FIFA and I'm not going to play Ultimate Team. Two weeks later, like, Baba, have you, have you played any? Ult and he's like knee deep in Ultimate Team. Yeah, I break. He's every, playing it every night. Yeah. As soon as I see it pop up on Twitter, I'm like, oh, shit, the crack's back. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2021 crack baby <laughs> okay but back to GTA yeah. the character his walk is slow it's very slow it is very slow but, and that takes a bit to get used to and the game takes investment yes. of time and you have to learn how to so in the game you basically have a life within the game you have a character you have businesses your character levels up. You can you can buy cars. You can buy clothes. You can get tattoos. Yeah, it sounds like you just wanted to have a life out that you couldn't have because of the lockdown. It did end up like that at points. It was like having a, a the life that you wanted to have, but you couldn't have it. Doing the drugs, <laughs> <laughs> banging all the hookers, <laughs> stealing <that> cars. <laughs> Robbing casinos. These don't sound like great things. <laughs> but I think the thing was, honestly, like during lockdown, lockdown was fucking rough and it became so monotonous. Every day felt the same. Groundhog Day. And I think when the winter came during lockdown and it got dark at like four o'clock, I got so low mood-wise that GTA did feel like a bit of an an escape. So, good little dopamine boost. Yeah, we weren't allowed to really leave the house much and stuff was just stressful. And then, at the end of the day, you wanted to do something to relax and not necessarily just like go downstairs, watch TV and do something mind-numbing. You wanted to, I know this is going to sound so lame, but you wanted to achieve something or move something forward in another area. And then, what better way to do it than with friends? And we could all talk, we could all have a conversation, accomplish different things, help each other do do other things. And it sounds super lame, but GTA helped me through lockdown so much. And there's so much to do, even outside of 
doing missions, like the main missions that the game provides to you, we would also just mess about. Yeah. They'd be like, watch as I drive off this thing. Yeah. Watch as I flip this car. Yeah. Watch what I can do with this gun. Then we'd start getting in fights with randoms and then get our asses handed to us because we are, we are shit. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not very <laughs> good. <laughs> there, are, there are people who are literally... Godlike. If you get into... I've, I've got into a few in-game battles because when you start fighting with each other, if you kill the other person, a little counter comes up and it says like 1-0 to Mike against yeah. each. And then 10 minutes later, it's like 100 nil to that other person. <laughs> and I haven't killed the person once. <laughs> yeah, they're so much better than us. We're awful. This is actually quite interesting because it sounds like I would be normally that person who would be having a really low score and you guys would be dominating at the game. Yeah. And how does it feel to be on the other side? <laughs> it's frustrating. It's really frustrating, <laughs> it's, man. Yeah, sometimes I have to just leave. And I find, leave. Yeah. You just go, like find a new lobby, right? Because there's... In GTA Online, there's lobbies of which there can be a maximum number of people. I don't know what that number is. 16, like, I think. No, I think it's like 25, 30. Is it? That you can have in a lobby. And uh, But if you, you can just say, find another lobby. Or you can have a lobby of just friends. You can just have an invite-only lobby. I don't know. That game is just brilliant. And yeah. they keep iterating on it. So it's like they keep feeding you new stuff. It's not like it's been the same since the start. There's okay. all, I think it's quarterly they release a new... There's like a summer update. Yeah with a new set of missions or like just, re just recently they brought out a new they added a new business to the game it's like a, a car shop and they introduced all these like Fast and Furious type uh, vehicles that you can now buy and soup up new modifications new bank jobs and they had their record with this update record number of players on one day I think yeah yeah. this, this update was their biggest you gotta think GTA for me is not necessarily like just a game it transcends gaming frank ocean is like has his own radio station like what, in the game yeah flying lotus who's like one of my favorite producers of all time has a radio station in the game and his radio station has all my favorite producers on his radio station then you've got moody man and moody man is fucking incredible like an amazing producer himself then you've got cara delavine has her own radio station like, they have not skimped at all. Like, at all. Nothing has been skipped. There's a bus in the game that you can take around, and it's a tour bus of the entire map. There's like five or six different versions of that tour. The update at the end of last year, the Cayo Perico, which was this separate island with a new heist that you could do. You could do it on your own, do it with mates. It was really good. The storyline video, the intro video to that update had Dr. Dre in it. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, Dr. Dre was in there. Do you think these people are also just into the game anyway? And they're, I'm not saying they're necessarily doing it completely for free, but they just want to be part of, part I think of the movement. I think there's something about the music scene in GTA that, yeah. that's, that's linked there. Rockstar is like a lifestyle company. It's not really just a game studio. I don't, their logo is like on the back of skateboards and you know it's on posters in people's rooms in college. You won't really have a fucking... EA Sports poster in your room because people will be like, what? You play FIFA safe. It's like Rockstar Games is not just games. It's, it's immersed itself in entertainment culture. Sounds like it's its own movement. It is exactly that. They're the only company that can delay a game for like two years and people are like, safe. Well, we're all still waiting for GTA 6. <laughs> yeah. GTA 5 came out in 2013. One of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. And we have no news 
of GTA 6. Have you played any GTAs, Teach? I think I played GTA 4. Okay. No, 3. A oh, long, yeah. long time ago. And then I never really got into the game, partly because it was slow moving, partly because I think I had a few issues with like what you could do in the game. <laughs> so it was sort of amusing hearing people or just being in cars and people just thinking about points that they would score. Yeah. If, uh, which, was, which I'm hoping people were joking about. But like based on what you guys had just said, how it helps you get through the lockdown, I find it actually quite interesting. And I'm actually just wondering, like, are there any other games like that that people probably turn to like during the lockdown? It just kind of takes like it's a bit of an escape. I think Among Us was there. Oh, Among Us. Yeah. Peak lockdown game that was. Yeah. Have you played that, Deej? Yeah, I played that a couple of times. Yeah. It's a great game. So good. I heard they stopped making the second one because the first one was so popular. Yeah, they plowed everything. This is probably everything. the issue with, or potential issue with GTA 6. Precisely. Why, why bother? Mate, if I was Rockstar, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bother. Like, what's the point? No. Yeah, not to jump around topics too much, but yeah. on that GTA Online, they ha- they also have like in-game cards that you can buy for money. Yeah. Like you can pay your own real cash to buy in-game currency. So they have that aspect as well, like Ultimate Team. That's why Rockstar haven't brought out GTA 6, because they're just milking the GTA Online train as much as possible. And it's not as egregious as Ultimate Team because you know what you're getting with the shark cards. You know, you know what what you're gonna buy is what it is. Mm. Whereas in FIFA, it's more gambling. You don't know what you're gonna get. You could get trash for spending X amount of money. You normally get trash. You always get trash. (laughs) That's just how it works. I want to do a whole episode about Ultimate Team and gambling at some point. But then back to Among Us. Yeah, that game just took off in lockdown. It didn't get built for lockdown. It had been there the whole time. It just went viral. But that's what always happens. You get that with music. You get that with quite a few things. It's like, it will catch this wave. Like something will lay dormant for a long time and seem like it's so innocuous. Nobody will play it. Nobody will listen to it, whatever. Somebody talks about it, tweets about it, and then suddenly it just explodes. There's this Danish movie called Another Round that just came out quite recently. And I think the main song in that had been around for a long time. And then the film came out and they used the main song in it and it just exploded. Mm. And I think there's quite a few instances of things like that happening where something isn't popular when it first comes out, then somebody influential or something tweets about it or it get used somewhere and then it just explodes. Do you think people went to Among Us for the same reasons that people were going to GTA? There's like a big social element to it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely. It was like at the same time as... We were all doing like five pub quizzes a week. Yeah, online. Doing it was like a replacement. It was a different different type of um, gathering and game that you could do with people. The Zoom parties and yeah. Zoom quizzes and me and my mates would have um, we'd have all of all of ourselves on Zoom, and we'd be playing Among Us on our phones on our phones. That's wild. That's buzz, but that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've never seen. The whole Among Us thing, I think I've played it once or twice. I never really got into it. But GTA, I don't know, was the one that kept on calling me back. We're going to try Among Us one day. The the, the three of us. Yeah. Not just three of us, because that won't be a very good Among Us game. No. <laughs> <laughs> you need at least six. Yeah. Uh, plus our partners, maybe. Yeah. We'll definitely do that. Back to you, Deej, with GTA. And you were talking about playing GTA for the first time, or the first one that you played, GTA 3 that you weren't necessarily into the values of it? Initially, it seemed fun. Like, it was a lot younger then. And it just, 
you know, the idea of just like breaking into things and getting getting guns and stuff like that. So I think there's a couple of things. One, I think the game was just seemed to take a bit of a while to get into. And then two, there's a whole bunch of stuff like around, I don't know, prostitution, yeah. a reasonable amount of aggression in ways that were like actually quite different to just like a game like Street Fighter as an example, where you're sort of coming in, it's just like a versus kind of thing. With GTA, it sort of felt a bit more real. It was it was the first of its kind back then. I think this was like the transition of games going from the 2D world to the 3D world, right? Yeah. You had Mario going on to Mario 64, and this was the first GTA on the new consoles. Yeah. And it was on PlayStation 2, right? GTA 3. Because yeah. uh, I think on PlayStation 1, you had GTA and GTA 2. And London. GTA and London. GTA London as well. Yeah. And then... My first memory of GTA 3 is in a electronics boutique. Yeah. Do you remember electronics boutique? EB. The yeah. like yeah. video game shop that was the alternative to going to game. Where you actually have to go into the shop <laughs> to purchase a physical thing. For any like listeners, if we get any listeners that aren't in the UK, these were the staple shops you would go to to buy video games. Yeah. Before online became a thing it's our GameStop essentially GameStop that's yeah, it it's our version and I quite like those days though yeah because like, you could go in and try games out right yeah you'd make a day of it <laughs> like, yeah it yeah, felt yeah. like you'd make a day of it I was like oh what am I going to do today? oh I'm going to go to the game no you don't that doesn't really happen it's like I can just buy a game online now and yeah I haven't stepped foot in one of those shops for years I, I remember queuing up for consoles and stuff and like queuing up for games and then now they just turn up Oh my <laughs> so you could go in and play games right yeah. in these in these stores back then and me and my mate Chris were walking past one of those shops and there was there was a gathering of 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 kids this is before like phones before the internet like it's not like we'd heard of GTA massively at this point so like what's going on in this shop so we go over to look, look over the crowd see this like TV monitor and a kid with a PlayStation controller. And on the screen was just a three-dimensional character with a baseball bat <laughs> just beating the shit out of some guy on the floor. Yeah. And we were like, oh my God, what is this game? We're blown away by it. Now you said that, a game has popped into my mind. I'd, I probably should have felt the same way about it, but maybe I, I didn't. Streets of Rage? Anyone remember that? Yeah. yeah. I think you could do something similar there. I mean, obviously, it was just going from left and right. Yeah, it was a side-scrolling, side-scrolling beat 'em up game, yeah. right? Mm. With a like, with an element of three di- three dimensions to it, because you could go sideways, yeah. closer to the screen or further away from the screen, right? It had that sort of depth to it. Yeah, and you would it was side-scrolling in that you were going from left to right, and enemies were coming in from the right, and you had to beat them up as they came on. Sometimes from the left as well. Oh yeah, yeah, from behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or above. Yeah, but maybe that was a different difference, right? Like they were. I remember correctly, they were actual enemies. As yes, opposed to in GTA, were. you could just beat up anybody. Innocence, yeah. Yeah, GTA, you just take on the general public when they don't know it. Yeah. That sort of... The, the only bat, not benefit the, is they dropped cash. <laughs> <laughs> in GTA? Yes. Yeah. In Streets of Rage, they dropped pieces of meat and, and crowbars. Or yeah. bottles, yeah. yeah. That was my favorite genre of game for a long time. Those side scrolling beats. Streets of Rage. Yeah. Streets of Rage, Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Turtles in Time, Golden Axe. Oh, Golden Axe. Yeah, that was good. Okay. So GTA 3 wasn't really for, for Deej. And you haven't tried GTA Online that we've been talking about. 
No. So I'm now actually interested in it in a way that I wasn't before. Join us. Join us. Join us. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you set up. Yeah. And the best thing about it is that because we're so high level in the game, we'll be able to help you oh, get, we'll get you set quick. up. Well, I feel like you're setting yourself up for disappointment. We already know my history of being able to play games fairly regularly is not great. He'll play for half an hour and then he'll drop off and then it'll yeah. just be me and Bubba four, five hours later yeah. still playing. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's do it. Like, I'll, I'll get set up. This will probably be a one-time thing. <laughs> You'll enjoy, trust me, and then we can talk about your experience next time. Okay. Yeah, that's a great I, I think, idea. I think, I think you'll enjoy, trust me. I think you'll enjoy it. You seem like a completionist to me. You finished The Witcher three. I try to be a completionist. If I if I get really into a game, then I, it's, it's, basically, it's basically that's happen. not good with GTA Online. What do you mean? You can't complete it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you want. Well, I mean, we already heard what I said about two dots. Right. Exactly, like, this is what I'm saying. He's going to get hooked on this. No, no. I mean, like, I actually tried to complete the game and I got to the point where I felt like, as far as I'm concerned, I completed the game and then I uninstalled, un uninstalled it before more levels came out. I think GTA is a bit more sneaky in terms of the completion element that you might feel like, you know what, if I just Probably. do this one thing, I'm near the end and then something else happens. It's like, I think the main reason why I'm now curious about playing it is just sort of the social element of it. Like, oh, you know, there are probably times where you just can't go out regardless of where the fact that we've been in a pandemic or, yeah. or not. And it just seems like a interesting way to bring people together. It is. The whole thing about the car, the whole update, this new update about the car meet thing, it's primarily a social experience. That's a, that's a very good point, actually, because in general, GTA Online does have a problem of... Griefers. Griefers, which is where... What's a griefer? You... You're going about your day in GTA Online, just like normal, trying to stay out of trouble, and then suddenly somebody will come blow you up. And you're like trying to complete a mission which takes ages, and as you're about to like finish it, a jet will just... Somebody will blow you yeah, up. Yeah, your car just explodes. There's a certain number of vehicles which are sort of overpowered in the game from yeah, a weapons right. point of view, and it's not... There are probably some decisions that Rockstar made that they regret now in that area. And with this update... It's like the car meet updates where people bring their cars to show them off to each other. It's underground venue and there's no weapons allowed in it. No. It's all about crews, like car crews, people car crews, yeah. showing off their cars. and like it's, it's actually bringing GTA back to what GTA was originally exactly, about back in the exactly. day. Like the first games were about stealing cars. Yeah. And this update is bringing GTA back to those roots. And, it, and the fact that it was so popular and has been so popular shows that not everybody's a dick and wants to grief people. Some people just want to do the social thing. Steal cars with friends, <laughs> modify them, talk about it, and bounce. You don't necessarily want to get in fucking one-on-one -on -one with this prick who's just using <laughs> some like overpowered weapon the whole time. It's like it's it's long and then you have to leave the server, takes another five minutes to find another one. Another session, sorry. And it's like this this whole this new update is primarily for socializing in the game. Is there a mixture of people who play this game or is it very much a male-orientated game? Probably male-orientated. I don't think I've run into that many female avatars or characters. No, you're right. No. Yeah. It's very rare. Does it have a bad rep against? Gaming has a bad rep. Gaming has a bad yeah. rep. Online gaming has a terrible rep. I'm going to be honest, I don't really play on games online, mostly just because of like... Yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe it's probably like a fear of just like playing a game and then all of a sudden uh, people just start saying shit to you for no good reason. Which is the reason why I've locked off outside communication. Oh, you can actually do that now? We are black. 
Beach. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. If, 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 people, if people find out that you're black on Xbox or any online gaming thing, which you've now told everybody about. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. I'm black and proud. Yeah. <laughs> Big up. Say it loud. <laughs> Big up ourselves. But, <laughs> but it's one of those things that it's a weapon they use against you. Like they will call you the N-word on a regular basis and just say all sorts of stuff to you. It's, I've had that loads. I've had that so much that I've had to shut down all like outside communication that's not friends. Receive messages afterwards. When I play GTA, I can't hear other people. I can only hear Mike. I can hear James and other people invited. I just cannot. I, I'm not on there to be abused. I'm on there to just have fun. So I can't imagine what it's like for women. But in this particular case, as, as well as that, does the game put women off in general in terms of what happens in the game? I don't want to be... The game speaks to men more than women. I'm yeah. not saying that girls aren't going to play GTA or they can't play GTA. I'm just saying... That more blokes want more to blokes want to go smash and, pedestrians. Yeah, with you're, right. Yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> they want to play with their cars. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They want to fly their planes. Yeah. They want to do their drug deals. <laughs> it, it, I think you're this right. is true. It's geared towards a male audience for sure. You're right. You're right. You're right. But then people, then women may be like, we want to do that too. Like, why do you think that's a, you know, it's, it's, I just think they provide a shit ton of activities where you can choose what the fuck you want to do. I think a lot of them are geared towards violence and crime and things like that, where, you know, men have more of a proclivity towards those sorts of things. But I think the game provides enough of a spectrum of things you can do that women can perfectly enjoy. The problem is the fucking dickheads <laughs> that will see a woman avatar and follow her around the map for no reason. Serious? Yeah. That happens? Yes. Mad. I know what it's like to be abused for being black in gaming, but I'm not, I'm not a novelty, if you know what I mean. In gaming, we aren't that much of a minority. I think women in gaming is much more of a minority online than a black person is, in, shame. in my opinion. And it's a fucking shame because they do get, even on Twitch, you, female twi women Twitch streamers get so much shit. Yeah, I see videos on TikTok of uh, girl gamers uploading videos of the abuse they get. There's one particular account where she uploads content of her playing Call of Duty Warzone. As soon as the other gamers in the session hear her female voice, then the abuse comes in. It's fucking bullshit. Get back in the kitchen. Seriously. What are you doing yeah. playing this game? It's toxic as fuck, man. This is the element of gaming I hate and I don't think there's anything they can do, they can do about it. It's all terrible. I don't want any of those people listening to this podcast. No, me neither. I don't want any of those people part of this no. community that this podcast they is about. They fuck right off. The only way you can battle this is if you sign up for any sort of online account, it has to be tied to your driver's license, your national insurance number, something like that. So you can't just create multiple accounts and just get away with abusing people. You know, if somebody calls me the N-word, on Xbox Live, I think they should get in a lot of fucking trouble for doing that. Because that's hate speech. You shouldn't get away with that sort of shit. And it's happened to me numerous times. And I've had to limit my experience because I don't want that to happen. I can't experience Xbox like, like the full spectrum of Xbox Live because I just don't want to have to deal with that bullshit. You shouldn't be able to do that, get reported, and then create another account immediately afterwards. You Or what, you lose your gamer score? Who gives a fuck about that? 
you start a new account and then you're off away to be a racist prick against somebody else. It's like, but no studio, n- nowhere will do that because they'll lose people. This whole conversation has been fascinating because in a way we've spoken about how games bring people <laughs> together and we've also now just spoken about how it really sends you the other way. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know exactly how to say it, but it can, it can make someone feel very small just and alone by, and low yeah. for being themselves or yeah. being a certain type of person. It brings friends together, I find. Obviously, I, th- I think a lot of people and younger people, maybe older people have met other gamers and have become friends over time. But that just hasn't been my experience. Yeah, and you're right. It's, it, the social aspect of things sucks a bit, but yeah, it is, it was, it is what it is. The world we live in now. Hearing you talk about all the like abuse and horrible chat that you get on these online platforms through gaming, like I don't know how it feels. You don't get any of that? No. I mean, occasionally... We would be, me and Bubba, we'll be playing FIFA yeah. and something will happen in the game and then you'll get like, party you'll, you'll, get a, you'll get a party invite from the other group because they want to have a go at you or you'll receive a message saying like, telling you how shit you are. But it's different, right? It's, that's but you like, get, so you're getting abuse because they think you're just not good at the game or you're doing something in the game that... Yeah, well, you're cheating. They'll think you're cheating. Yeah, let's say like, like yeah. it's the last minute of the game. Me and Bubba are winning. That there's a player through on goal from the other team, and I take him clean out <laughs> deliberately, like it's deliberate yeah. <laughs> professional foul. <laughs> then, you, then you expect a Xbox chat message, but you don't actually get just hate for just being no. And it's like water off a duck's back for me, right? It's not, it's not personal abuse. It's not abuse about me as a person. It sort of upsets me that I can't. I don't know how it feels. I don't know how you guys feel when you get that sort of abuse. Yeah, I guess it's difficult. I mean, like with everything, like it's it's difficult if you're not actually experiencing it. And I, I mean, I, I'll go back to a little bit of what I said before. Like, I do think there's a, an element of one of the reasons why I don't play games online. We will ignore the fact that I don't play games frequently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, is I don't want to just be like deciding to try and do something fun in an evening and then just get a torrent of abuse just because of who I am, um, as opposed to, I mean, fair enough. If like I'm running around playing a first person shooter, which we all know I'm fairly crap at and I'm the person getting killed and people want to kind of like laugh at that and kind of like say like, oh my God, you're so bad. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that's cool. In fact, that's possibly also funny because yeah. I also recognize I'm not really great at the game, but like, I know just this like feeling of like, I'm just going to turn on a game and I'm going to start playing and then either like my name kind of like indicates my background or something or like you know people start hearing a female voice and then you just start getting just abuse just because like you're this mm. like it's got nothing to do about the game that you're playing and it's not like I didn't want to come into this as like a woe is me so I think we kind of got into this organically but it is a fucking problem and it does deter you from wanting because like as you said you don't want to go into something that's meant to be a relaxing sort of end of day. I want to chill. I want to do something enjoyable. And then it ruin or even worse in a shit day that you've had. Yeah. I mean, you've got in because you, you want to have fun, yeah. like, right. And I mean, yeah, you could be after work. You kind of made, I mean, some people just decide to take days off to play and play games yeah. or like you were bored and you just kind of decide to turn, turn something on and 
you probably got a little bit excited. It's like, oh, okay, this could be quite interesting. And then you just get a whole ton of obese and you're just like, okay, now I feel shit for the rest of the day yeah. or week. Like, depending on how toxic it, it gets. Or where you are mentally at that time. Oh, yeah. Like, you may be in a fragile state and you're on there to pick yourself up and they could send you into a worse a spiral. Like, a worse spiral. It's just, I don't know. It's a toxic, toxic wasteland that needs to be cleared up to a degree, but it is what it is. It doesn't deter from the fact that we enjoy playing GTA together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, we played Gears of War together and that was fun. So. Also, I mean, I'm glad Mike doesn't get that abuse. Same I here, man. more people just do not get that abuse. Yeah. I don't want you to have to experience that shit. I'm mm. happy you don't experience that shit because, like, you can enjoy Xbox Live for what it is. Whereas I have to have this walled garden <laughs> where I lock myself away from everybody else. I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure I might sound like a snowflake to a lot of people because I'm sure other, <laughs> other, other black gamers are like, fuck it, man, I embrace that shit or, or, you know, I give it back twice as bad. But I'm just way too sensitive. I can't handle being fucking called the N-word. Well, why should you be built for that? Like, it just, it just shouldn't happen. Some people don't give a fuck, dude. Some people don't care. Some gamers don't give a shit and they're just like, yeah, whatever. It's watered off the dark back, you know? And it makes the gaming world not inclusive for everybody. No. And the one thing I know is that this podcast is the opposite of that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this podcast, in case you haven't realized, listener, is for everybody. Yes, 100%. Everybody's welcome. No hate, no flame. Just gamers being nice to each other. Yeah, and if you're a racist prick, get the fuck out of here. You're not welcome. Yeah, it's not, not, not just racism any form of discrimination. Yeah. Like, if you're commenting on like the player's ability on the game, fair play. Like, don't be too much of a dick about it. No, but, I don't want people doing that either. Yeah, don't be a dick about it. I don't want people, I don't want people messaging other people because they just want to tell them how shit they are at a game. No, that's not how you, that's not how people no. be nice to each okay, other. That's what about why. constructive feedback? Constructive feedback, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just no. say, just message saying good game. Good game, mate. I agree. I completely agree. Th Unlucky. Yeah. Unlucky, like, or just... Let me know if you want tips on how to be better. Exactly. That's why I want people to be messaging each other. Or, that, that'd be that's why nice. I want the, peop the, the listeners of this show to be messaging other people who game, yeah, who they I'm game sure, with. Yeah, I'm sure after playing with me for a few months here, someone will come back to me and go like, look, we tried. We tried, yeah. <laughs> but there's no hope Like, we're you. no angels over here. <laughs> this, this is the reason why I wanted us, the three of us, to try and get good at Warzone. It is such a high learning curve. I wanted to see if after a few months we could actually like win a game. With me? Yes. <laughs> we might have to parachute Owen in or something. But I think it would be really fun to see how good we could get at that game. It's a really steep learning curve, but I've heard it's really rewarding to kind of get good and win. And I think that's all we've got time for today. I think we've so gone too. we've gone quite long at this point. Yeah, no. And we went in a lot of places. Yeah. A lot of emotional places. My bad. <laughs> yeah. And if people want to tell us about the emotional places they got into, then feel free to contact us. We now have a Twitter account. We have an Instagram account at padsuppod. And email us at mail at padsuppod.com. Tell us what you've been through. We want to hear what you've been through. Or ask us questions about the things that we've been through. The things, not things I've been through. Things that Bubba's been through, clearly. Lockdown gaming. 
yeah. Have you got any games to suggest to us or to suggest to Deej to try? <laughs> Maybe that'll be a segment. Deej, Deej tries. tries. <laughs> Deej tries and then gives up. Yeah. Well, let's do it. I can give people the experience of trying a game for the first time and then never playing it again. Do you know what you should do? You should do a haiku for every single one. I can try. That would be jokes. <laughs> I can't wait. Peace. Adios. Bye.